Today I'm thinking about Queen Elizabeth II, the 23rd Psalm, and the permanence of God's love. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. We are taping this uh, the week after the death of Queen Elizabeth II. She died uh, last Thursday, I believe it was the 8th of September. And I'm a big Anglophile, a lover of all things British, and so of course I've been following the coverage and uh, paying attention to some of the historic locations in London, as well as Scotland, where uh, she died. And I, I want to reflect a little bit on, on those as it relates to our faith today. So the first place that I saw on some of the coverage uh, was St. Paul's Cathedral that was uh, from a service of remembrance last Friday, the day after the Queen died. And just to give you some context, I'm going to lift up three um, locations. I want to give you some context for how old they are. So St. Paul's Cathedral, <clears throat> if I have, and if you, if I'm wrong about this, please correct me, but I believe the first um, church that was called St. Paul's was actually built in 604 A.D., more or less on the site of the current uh, cathedral. That eventually burned down. The second was built in 1087. That was destroyed in the Great London Fire of 1666. And the current St. Paul's was built following the Great Fire, uh, designed very famously by a very well-known architect, Christopher Wren. Um, and that, of course, stands to this day. But again, a, a worshiping community in that location goes all the way back to 604 AD, which is astonishing. Uh, today, the day we're taping this, which is September 12th, um, I believe it was today anyway, uh, now King Charles III gave a, a speech in a place called Westminster Hall. Uh, Westminster Hall is the oldest standing, remaining part of what are the uh, Westminster Palace or the palaces of Westminster, which we think of uh, as um, where the Parliament of Great Britain meets, the Houses of Parliament. And Westminster Hall, again, to give you a sense of how, how far back it goes, uh, was constructed in 1097. When it was built, it was certainly the largest hall in all of England. It may have been the largest hall uh, in all of Europe, and all kinds of famous events have happened there, including the trial of St. Thomas More, who's a kind of hero of mine. And if I'm not mistaken, we did a podcast about him um, quite a while ago. So if we did, we'll try to find it and link to that. So again, that's Westminster Hall. goes back a thousand years. And then uh, next w Monday, the 19th of September, will be the Queen's uh, funeral. That'll take place in Westminster Abbey, uh, probably the most famous uh, church or abbey uh, in all of Eng England um, and probably the world. And again, that dates back to a an original Benedictine abbey on that site that began worshiping in 960 AD, so over a millennia ago. Um, every coronation of a British monarch, monarch has happened in Westminster Abbey since 1066. So again, just gives you some sense of uh, length of time. And uh, part of what the royal family is all about, of course, is um, dependability, stability, uh, reliability, permanence, constancy. And those kind of buildings that go back so far help to reinforce that. Now, that said, 
when I watched the service of remembrance at St. Paul's, uh, one of the hymns that they sung was a paraphrase of Psalm 23. We actually sang a different paraphrase of that same psalm um, in worship this past weekend, which got me thinking about sort of the connection to that psalm and the connection to the queen and so forth. And just to give us a sense of, again, we're talking about things that are old. Uh, to give us a sense of how old Psalm 23 is, the estimates are that it was written at about 1000 BC. So that means about 3000 years ago. And of course, we gather in church every week to hear stories not only from the Old Testament or from a psalm that's 3000 years old, but to hear stories about Jesus who lived 2,000 years ago. Uh, and again, taking nothing away from England or the royal family or the incredible legacy of Queen Elizabeth II who served for 70 years, 2,000 years or 3,000 years is much longer than that. And when it comes to God's love, I guess what I want to remind us this morning is that um, that love is in fact timeless, right? So we look at these structures which look so permanent that have been around for 500 or 1,000 years, and they're really impressive. But they sort of point only dimly to the bedrock of God's love, which again is not simply 1,000 or 2,000 or 3,000 years old, but eternal. And so to get at that, I mentioned uh, Psalm 23. I'm going to read for us um, a prayer that's a wonderful prayer. It's probably one of my favorite prayers. It comes from a Trappist monk, Thomas Merton. I may have actually read it here before. And he doesn't say that it's explicitly a paraphrase of the 23rd Psalm, but it sort of has some resonances with the 23rd Psalm, so I kind of associate it with that Psalm. This was written um, in the middle of the 20th century, um, but it speaks to, again, among other things, the permanence of God's love. And so I pray it for us today, um, near the start of a program year, which I preached on uh, this past weekend, maybe we'll link to that sermon as well, as a reminder that whatever we're going through, whatever transitions are happening in our lives, uh, whatever changes are happening, whatever we're worried or afraid of, um, God is with us, okay? So here is Thomas Merton's, um, I'm calling it a prayer, uh, which is again kind of connected to the 23rd Psalm. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not believe that I'm actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Again, wherever this finds you, I hope you find those words comforting. I hope you remember today that God is with you. And after 70 years of good and faithful service, we say, with all those mourning the Queen's death, may she rest in peace. Thanks for being with me as always. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.